Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. We are extremely fired up here at DFS Coach Talk to discuss the NBA Finals. I am uh, Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here with my partner in crime, Mr. Andrew Hansen. Andrew, we're at the NBA Finals, man. Can you believe this? It's awesome. You know, it's been a bit of a blur here with the bubble, but we've had a terrific summer at DFS Coach Talk. And uh, yeah, what, what an exciting matchup here and huge contests on both sites. Millionaire yes. Maker on DraftKings, the contest on FanDuel with 500K to first place. So we yeah. got to really dig in here and help folks build their lineups. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I mean, I I had to go with the partiality here with a little Heat garb. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big uh, Mavericks and Heat fan. Those are the two teams I follow closely. So I am fired up, so I had to wear this in, in their honor, but I still got the Coach Talk hat on. But uh, I'm fired up for this series. And I'll tell you, it's uh, we're doing this uh, early morning Tuesday uh, for the Wednesday night show because we uh, for, uh, game because we wanted to go through this and really start breaking it down and looking at matchups and talking it through because there's a tremendous amount of intrigue here and who's going to go big or small and how the matchups are going to work you know the pace of play everything that's you know going to be dictated here by the coaches are, are going to make a huge difference in the outcome so uh, what we want to do is bring this to you a little earlier than normal go through all those elements of it and really try to allow you to start building out some uh, solid uh, lineups for these big contests. There are some great ones on all the sites, uh, definitely DraftKings and FanDuel, and we also supply a Yahoo lineup too. So some great stuff. And, uh, you know, we strongly recommend you check out the podcast, follow us on Twitter, follow us in Discord, and it is a great time to become a member and jump in there because once they do finalize these starting lineups and you can go a little bit deeper, you know, in making your final lineup uh, for the contests, uh, you're going to want to be in discord with us as that news breaks and any changes that happen. So why don't you tell our, our listeners uh, real quickly how they can jump aboard here at DFS Coach Talk? Yeah, absolutely. Just go to our website, DFSCoachTalk.com. And you can pick up one of our memberships a week, month, year, or the fall special with a lot of what a lot of folks have been doing who are into football. And our NFL coverage has been terrific. Our lineups have been crushing it here the first three weeks on the main yeah. slate, on the showdowns. So that's the other great benefit about joining DFS Coach Talk is you get access to all of our sports with whatever membership you get. And then we give you those full FanDuel lineups, the coaches clipboard on DraftKings with the core plays and pivots. Um, so great time to join with all these sports, not to mention Major League Baseball kicking off and Coach gives out those lineups. He's had an awesome summer in baseball. So definitely join us as a member. We'll get you right into Discord and get you those lineups. You know, it's funny, uh, awesome summer in baseball. It's really been an awesome fall in baseball. Sports are all screwed up with the times that they're being played. <laughs> yep. It's like, when is what sport going? You know, we, we had a a meeting uh, tonight with our coach talk team. And we were like, man, you know, this is pretty cool. We're all going a million different ways. We're 11, 12 podcasts a week and everything going on. And, you know, I had brought up the point, this may never happen again in, in our lifetime that all these sports are happening at the same time. It's just, 
this crazy COVID world that we've lived in this year has created this domino effect uh, for everything being played. So it is sort of crazy, especially after, you know, the, the days of, of uh, you know, KBO in the middle of the night and that's all we had to right. all of a sudden, you know, we used to talk about it back then. Hey, someday right. in the next couple <laughs> months, we're going to have all these sports at once. And here we are, man. But our our favorite sport at Coach Talk, you know, there's no hiding it. You know, NBA basketball is our game. We're crushing. Uh, we've done so well in football and baseball. It's just been awesome. But, you know, just we love the game of basketball. We love talking it. We love breaking it down. So, you know, let's start doing that with this game because the, the strategy on this is going to be everything. I mean, it's going to be as important to figure out these rotations and minutes and how everything's going to play out. It's going to be completely different than the last two series. So that's the, the thing that is that I really want to make clear is the strategy that the Lakers used against Denver with playing Howard to be the irritant to the Joker and the rotations and such that they used is going to be a lot different than in this series. And then the same thing goes with the Heat. You know, how they had to match up with a smaller Boston team and just a, a lot of the rotations they used in heavy on the guards, especially finishing games with really Duncan Robinson and Butler playing almost the big spots in some of the, the finishes with Crowder. So, but everything changes here because you have a, a different rotation of players. You have Spolster, who's one of the best coaches in the league. And I know he's going to roll out a completely different game plan. He and Riles will be back there strategizing, you know, exactly what uh, to do to, to take down the Lakers. And if anybody knows uh, LeBron, it's certainly Riles and Spolstra because, you know, they it's it's ironic that he's back in the finals against the Heat right. uh, of all teams. So. Uh, very exciting stuff, man. So anyway, uh, as we jump in here, I want to thank our presenting sponsor, and that is betus.com.pa. They are the best sports book in the world. They are awesome. Definitely uh, jump aboard there. You get 125% match on your first deposit by using the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, and you can sign up either at betus.com.pa or at dfscoachtalk.com. And take advantage of that going into this series. Uh, there's some great prices if you want to bet the whole series, uh, et cetera. So, you know, put in 100, you get 125 free play, and uh, you can make that really count. So uh, we're really appreciative of our friends at BetUS. All right, speaking of BetUS, let's start out with looking at the updated to the moment odds on this early Tuesday morning uh, as the, the bets start flooding in now on the NBA for this final series. And it is the Lakers minus five. They're minus 200 on the money line. Uh, the over-under is 217 and a half. The implied total for the Lakers is 111 and a half and for the Heat 106. So, you know, a, a favoritism for the Lakers, but not, you know, I was trying to predict the line ahead and I was thinking the Lakers by six or six and a half. So it came in a little under that. And we've talked about it multiple times when the NBA falls on four or five points. That doesn't mean a ton because those final foul shots in games and such, you know, can can change that. So my message, I believe 
that Vegas is saying is they expect this to be pretty tight. Yeah. Um, you know, they, it is a difficult line and I would probably, I would probably shy away from it. Um, if anything, I might go on the under, um, but you know, th- these teams have played twice. The first time they played, it was 95 to 80. The Lakers wow. won that one. And then the second one was a lot uh, tighter, higher scoring, 113 to 110. But as we get into these uh, lineup breakdowns for DFS, we'll talk a little bit more about who played in those games because the, the lineups have changed drastically. Yeah. Uh, you know, just to give you a quick preview, in the first game, Kendrick Nunn and Myers Leonard started for Miami. Wow. And in fact, they started in the second game, too. Uh, and and you'll recall that the, those were those were in uh, November and December before the Heat acquired Crowder and Iguodala. Uh, they weren't playing, so yeah. you know, Miami's gotten much better, and the rotation is going to be a lot different just because how they've they've changed their starting lineup, and you know Crowder and Iguodala are now factors. I, I, yeah, I mean I don't think Nunn and Leonard will see the floor. So you know when you when you consider they, you know. 40% of their lineup that they played two games against the Lakers with is aren't even going to see the floor. You know, that changes up everything, the matchups, et cetera. You know, I guess the let's just start off with the most important thing here is we need to figure out the rotation and how this is going to work specifically with the Lakers. We know, we know the Heat are going to start their regular five. You know, it's going to be Butler, Crowder, Adebayo, Robinson, and Dragic. And they're going to bring Hero Nigadala off the bench, and probably Olenek is going to have to get minutes in this series, and that's one of the things we'll talk about. So, I mean, that's sort of going to be that top eight uh, guys for that for the Heat. But the Lakers are a completely different question, and this this is what we got to talk through a little bit because I think we have a little bit differing opinions here, and that's that's going to be the question: is do the Lakers go big? And if they do, do they start Howard like they did in the last couple of games against the Joker? Or do they go back to um, McGee, who had a couple of really good games during the regular season against the Heat? Or do they go small and, you know, put one of the either Rondo or Marquise Morris or Kuzma or one of those guys in there to start and, and let AD play center? So that has a huge, huge influence on the rotations and really the output from both teams, because if they do go big, then Kelly O's, I got to think Kelly O gets 20, 25 minutes uh, in relief or aside of BAM. Uh, And if not, then again, that changes that whole rotation of who's going to get those extra minutes. So I'm from the school of thought. And again, this, I know this is against probably the favorite side of this, if we had to guess it right now. But I think the Lakers go back to a smaller ball like they did against the Rockets. This is just, again, I have no, uh, nothing in writing from anybody anywhere, any beat writers, no quotes from Vogel. We're going to be following all of that with a fine-tooth comb in the next 48 hours, and we will have all that final information. But even, you know, we'll see who they start, but... I just think they match up better against the Heat defensively if they go smaller. And here's my question to you, and then I'll let you break it down and explain why I I believe you like the bigger lineup. 
if they do start, let's say they they go back to their lineup that they usually use with McGee starting and Howard. My question to you is, I'm not Howard. I'm sorry, McGee and Davis. If they go those two at, at the four or five, how do they match up with the Heat? Who I would assume Davis, who I think was the defensive player of the year, should guard Bam personally. But then who does McGee go on, and how do you see that matching up? Yeah. So in general, uh, I think the Lakers are going to go big. That's their edge. That's what makes them different. You know, they have those. If you if you include LeBron, they've got four towers with AD, McGee, and Howard. And my, you know, Miami is smaller and quicker, and that's their edge. And I think the Lakers are going to stay big against Miami because it's worked in both regular season matchups against them. It is their strength, and it forces Miami to change how they approach things because, as you said, Olenek is going to have to be in the rotation. In these two regular season games, he played 30 minutes and then 21, which is a lot more than what he's been playing against Boston. And so he he's not in that groove. He's not in their regular rotation. But so that, so I think the Lakers are going to look at that as an edge where we're going to make Miami adjust to us and go bigger and try to figure out how to deal with us inside. And but, so but then, my question is, how are they going to guard him? Right. So here's what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to – we don't know if they're going to start Howard or McGee if they go big. I, I think they'll start one of them. And whoever starts out of those two – I think starts on Bam and they try to, you know, use all their energy, wear him down. You know, Howard's going to try to ruffle his feathers like he did with Jokic. And then they let AD just run around on the perimeter with Crowder. And then LeBron is on Butler. I think that's how they start. Um, and, you know, okay. they use they use that size to their advantage. Interesting. I mean, it's very possible. I mean, it, it, it is possible. I think, you know, the strategy, if they're looking to take away Bam as much as they can, you know, and split the time between McGee and Howard, it does give them 12 fouls to bang on them and cause some trouble. I just, you know, have you seen Bam bring the ball down? He brings the ball up the court. He's like a point center half the time. He dribbles between his legs. He has moves. I, I just don't know if McGee or, or Howard can can get that far away from the back. Because I guarantee you, if they put one of those guys on him, you're going to see Bam with the ball on the perimeter. And he's going to cause all kinds of trouble for those guys. So I, I, I invite that if I think that's a good thing for the Heat if they do try to go that direction. Because well, I don't think they can handle Bam 20, 23, 24 feet from the basket. Yeah, in a one-on-one matchup, he's got the edge against those guys. He's got the skill to handle the ball and do damage uh, in a way that they're not used to guarding. But they did contain him in the regular season. And as you as you referenced earlier, McGee had some of his best games. I mean, he had near double-doubles in both games. The second yeah. game, he had nine points, ten rebounds, and five blocks in only 17 minutes. Yeah. Now he hasn't been playing as well or as much late as much lately. So I'm not predicting that output from him. And he may not even play. I mean, they may start Howard and then they may go Markeith Markeith Morris off the bench. But again, I think there's a good chance that they they do both play. And um, you know, the the numbers are gonna have to change for Bam because he's been okay 
against them, but he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been as effective as he has, say, against the Celtics. Yeah, and, and again, it's a totally different matchup. But for me, rooting for the Heat, I hope I hope the Lakers go big because I think it, the Heat are going to have a more difficult time if they do go smaller. I, I know this is way out in right field, but I'm just going to throw it out there. If I'm Vogel, you know, I either start Rondo or I get Rondo out there on the floor and put AD at the five as much as possible because I think that lineup is going to create a tremendous amount of trouble for Miami. And here's here's why I think the lineup that, that can win this is that group of Rondo, Danny Green, LeBron, uh, AD, and who's my fifth guy? Pope. Pope. And I think that group, and, and here's why, defensively, they're trouble. Because they'll put Danny Green on Gorn Dragic. And that's very important because Gorn is the motor of the team. And they need they need him on, uh, on him. Rondo is a good defender. He's got those long arms. He deflects everything. And they will, they will put him, I think, they'll put him directly uh, on Duncan Robinson to try to take away those threes. And then when Tyler Hero comes in, he'll be able to contain Hero much better, uh, you know, as well. Now, maybe Vogel brings him off the bench when they bring Hero in so he can guard him. That's possible. But that backcourt, I think, is the most sound. The guy that can guard, in my opinion, Bam, anywhere on the floor is Anthony Davis. He can... He can guard a, you know, a three. So, I mean, he can play him anywhere. And then that leaves LeBron, you know, to muscle up against Crowder. And, you know, uh, Duncan Robinson can be on Pope. So I think that that type of situation right there uh, really is most conducive uh, to, to uh, boss or um, uh, the Lakers. So we'll see. Now, Miami... Uh, on the other side of the ball, I think they're going to have Crowder on LeBron. I think that's a no-brainer. I think he's going to try. You know, LeBron, as we've seen through the playoffs especially, I mean, his bully ball is unbelievable. And Crowder is stronger than most people that will, will guard him. And he's very adept at taking charges. So I think Crowder is a pretty good matchup uh, for, for LeBron. Um, Bam is super adept as we, you know, Jalen Brown learned at the rim, uh, or Jason Tatum, who was it, Tatum? Tatum. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> and so Bam can defend AD, too. So, you know, there's going to be some phenomenal matchups there uh, without question. So, again, we say all this to, you know, have you start thinking through some of these scenarios and really what's going to play out. So let's say they go smaller, like I'm thinking, uh, let me start touching on a few guys I think in that type of scenario will stand out. First of all, I think um, Goran Dragic has been terrific, and I and they need him to play well. I'm concerned that Danny Green is going to give him trouble. Green's given him trouble in the past. Uh, he's, the, he's the kind of defender that's smart enough to – cut the angles down. Dragic is an angles guy. He gets that half a step and finishes at the rim. Uh, so this is not the best matchup for Dragic. That's not going to be my go-to uh, guy on the heat. Um, I think the guys that are going to step up uh, are going to be 
Uh, Jay Crowder, I really do. I think uh, LeBron is going to be, play, you know, he's a great defender, but he's going to be in help mode. He's going to be in uh, sync, recover, moving. He's going to try to double down on Bam. You know, if when Hero's out there, he's going to also have some responsibilities there. And then with the rotation, I just think Crowder is a cheap play, is smart. I also like Jimmy Butler a lot. I mean, I know he's got all the attention. He's going to be highly owned. He's not a great shooter. We all know that. But I just, you know, this matchup works well for him because, you know, the Lakers are really a two-man show. Let's face it. It's LeBron and Davis, and there's a drop-off to all the rest of those guys. And they'll all play their roles, Caruso and, and their whole rotation. They're very good, and they've got some depth. But I think Jimmy Butler can just do a little of everything because even when he's not shooting great, He's getting a ton of assists. He's getting a ton of rebounds. And I, you know, I think this matchup, I think he's going to show out. I mean, they are in such a groove right now. He's their leader. They're really feeling it. And, you know, I think Butler and Crowder and uh, possibly Hero off the bench uh, can be a lot more determining factors than the two biggest chalk guys probably on Miami, which are Bam and Dragic. I think the Lakers try to take those two guys away. So that's where I'm leaning on the Miami side. You want to throw your two cents on the heat? Yeah, for, for the starters there and Hero, I, I'm i with you for the most part. I do, th- you know, in, in the last series and recently, I've been playing Dragic a lot more than Butler. Uh, he's been more aggressive. He's been taking many more shots on average than Butler. Yeah, but and he's in this, Yep. Exactly. Um, but in this series, game one of the finals, I do think Butler will be a little bit more aggressive offensively. Could be a tougher matchup for Dragic, like you said. Uh, as I've said, you know, Bam hasn't done quite as well against all these towers. Um, so I do like Butler a little bit more than I have been. I do like Crowder. You know, he's he's been great here in the playoffs. He's a lot cheaper. We know he gets big minutes. The, the one concern I have with Crowder is his defensive matchup and is does he get in foul trouble? Because I think he's going to be guarding either LeBron or AD or a combination. It, it's going to be a real tough challenge for him defensively, what, whatever he does. And I, I know he plays hard. He, he, he plays big minutes. But that's a, that's a tough assignment to then go down and try to focus on offense. And yes, he just he spots up a lot of times and, and shoots threes. So you know, it could work out for him, but that, that's my one concern on Crowder. But then, you know, with Duncan Robinson and Hero, you know, I agree with you. I think Hero's in a much better spot coming off the bench. Uh, he should have better matchups. And then, you know, with that heat bench, I've got to mention Olenek. If if the teams go, if the Lakers go big, as I think they will, I do yeah. think he'll get uh, around 20 minutes at least. And, you know, you mentioned it also talking about, Bam and Olenek, they did play alongside each other in these matchups, both yeah. games. In yeah. in the second game, they played at least eight minutes together on the court, and in the first game, it was even more. It was uh, it was actually at least twenty minutes together. So, you know, you don't typically think about Bam and Olenek playing together. Well, you but, add if you not to interrupt you, but if you add Leonard's minutes into that, yep. and the fact that he won't play. And dispense that minutes, you know, if you're right and they go big, 
then you're going to see BAM and Olenek out there a lot yep. together. Right. I really believe that. So that, you know, that would make Olenek a no-brainer, correct? It would. And then look at this. Look at his price. On DraftKings, he's only 2000 And on FanDuel, 6.5. So, you know, we, we've no talked brain. recently about some of the showdown pricing, how how tough it's been on a you know, couple games here and there. But I, I really like the pricing on both sides here. I'm excited about this slate. And Olenek is one of the keys for me because if we see that Howard or McGee is starting, then I think Olenek is in play on both sites, and he's even in play as a captain on DraftKings. And if no you're, doubt. yeah, if you if you're if you're new to our program, uh, we've talked about this a lot here this summer because of all the showdown slates that we've had. But on DraftKings, it's a much different analysis when you look at captain. It's not just jam in your best guy who you think is going to get the most fantasy points like it is on FanDuel for your MVP. On DraftKings, you have to pay 1.5x, and right. the whole structure is set up so that if you use LeBron or AD as your as your captain on DraftKings, it really changes who you can afford with the rest of your lineup. But if you get a mid-tier guy or a cheap guy as your captain who can get you 20 or 30 fantasy points, you've got a lot of money, and you can fill out the rest of your roster with uh, a whole group of uh, stars, and uh, I think it's worth doing on this slate with Olenek. I, I think he's mispriced. You know, I understand it because he didn't have much of a role in this last series at all, but this is a completely different matchup. And if you look at the Miami, you know, uh, roster, who who else is going to play the big? I mean, it's Bam, and then after that, it's not going to, you know, you can't just count on Crowder, Iguodala, or Solomon Hill, or Derek Jones Jr. You know, Myers Leonard isn't going to play. So it's it's got to be him. I mean, there's no other big that they can count on. And Spolster has always shown a lot of confidence in Olenek in, in the right scenarios. <clears throat> and he's the kind of coach that, you know, really adjusts. I mean, if, if it's a matchup differential, you know, he'll sit a guy, did not play coach's decision, and then play him 30 minutes. I mean, right. he's done that a lot through his career based on the situation and the matchup. So I'm with you. I think the first takeaway you should you should get from this uh, podcast today is is Kelly O's got to be the value play that that is a lock and load. I think he's going to be wildly owned, very chalky, but you got to eat the chalk here. You have to. Um, <clears throat> as far as playing him as the captain, I know you've got a lot more courage in, in doing that with the cheaper guys than I do. But I mean, I, I see the value in doing that. But I'll have a couple of different cash builds with definitely him in there, but I don't know, you know, as the captain for sure. But, you know, I think that's that's how I see it on on that side of the ball. So let's let's go over to the Lakers side a little bit. You know, we've done multiple times throughout this playoff stretch of starting LeBron and AD and figuring out all the rest. Now. Olenek, to me, gives me that path again. I'm not convinced that Howard or McGee gets a ton of minutes. And even if they do go bigger, I don't want those guys splitting minutes. Uh, that's no good to me. I, Howard, to me, is not going to play the role he did against Denver. He was the hired gun for the Joker. Bam is a completely different player than the Joker. And so 
I just don't think Howard's role will be as as big. And like you said, what McGee may start, play eight minutes, and never come back in the game. I mean, you just it's too risky to me. And the rest of the guys, as far as from a confidence standpoint, I, I you know I know you got to go to one of these guys to make out your your uh, lineups a lot of times. But after LeBron and Davis, and and this is my question, I'll throw back to you. Do you trust in a showdown slate, Danny Green, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso, Markeith Morris, or any of the, I mean, all those guys are going to be key minutes guys. The only guy I didn't mention is Rondo because we, I think he deserves to be in a little bit above that class. You know, he'd be the first guy in for me after LeBron and Davis. But I, I can't say any of those other guys, I would say to you, man, that is a solid play. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. Those are all guys that are on shaky ground. Yeah, and Rondo is in a class by himself when we're talking about Lakers other than LeBron and AD. Of course, he's more expensive than the rest of that group. Not by much on DraftKings, though. He's, he's 5.4. And yep. then Pope and Green are in the fours, Kuzma and Caruso in the threes. Uh, on FanDuel, he's 10,000, though. Um, so a little bit tougher to get him in over there if you like him. And uh, But in terms of these bench guys for the Lakers, I'll say that LeBron, uh, Rondo you know, didn't play in the first matchup against Miami in the regular season. The second one played 25 minutes, didn't score, didn't to, do too much. But obviously he's been playing a lot better in the bubble. So oh, I, yeah. I think you, you, you throw those numbers out and you look at his recent form. And he's, he's certainly in consideration for me. Um, you know, we've talked on recent shows about Pope and Green, how inconsistent they are. Um, and, you know, they can give you eight fantasy points or 24. Uh, and yeah. that's why that's why you can't trust them, because you just don't know on any given yeah, night they, what they, you're going to get. They can sink your lineup. Absolutely. Right. But Caruso, to me, out of that group is the most trustworthy. And it's a nice benefit because his price is cheaper, too. He's only three thousand on DraftKings. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for GPPs, he's another guy that you could use as a captain. Um, and again, you gotta you gotta throw out the the matchup stats for Caruso because in the first two regular season matchups, Avery Bradley started the first game and came off the bench in the second one and played 19 minutes. Yeah. And with him not there, obviously Caruso's role has grown dramatically. So don't even look at those matchup stats for Caruso. Again, you got to look at recent uh, minutes and his role in the rotation. And at that price, 3000 on DraftKings, 7000 on FanDuel. For GPPs, I think he's somebody you can look at. Yeah, I mean, he's been tough. I mean, he, he was my hero in that last game. Well, wait a minute. A hero uh, with two R's or, or one R? <laughs> no, he, one. he yeah. yeah, he was my hero with one R in, in the, you know, the last time because he – he came off uh, the bench and 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 did uh, you know fantastic stuff, you know the the recency question of him doing that in, in everybody's mind is that going is he going to be overowned? You know that's always that thing that, that that scares me. He's playing good ball though. There's no there's no doubt about it. Um, and they're going to need him, and he's so scrappy. So I mean he's going to get minutes as well, uh, you know, and and can be in consideration. You know, for me, it's it's pretty simple. I, I, you know, I'll just tell you right now, it's James and Davis. I'm playing both of them. Uh, I'm going to ride those two into the sunset. I, I just think you have to. They, if you statistically look 
at the usage throughout the playoffs as far as uh, just flat-out usage, getting the ball, shots, the whole nine yards, rebounds, handle, assists. I mean, they are so dominant that it's unbelievable. I mean, it's not anywhere in comparison to the Heat. The Heat, it's very diversified. I mean, you've got Dragic, Hero, Butler, Bam, Duncan Robinson. All these guys have had big games. They've all split responsibility. Some games they'll have 30, another guy will have 10, and then the other guy has 30. I mean, they can all create issues for you. The Lakers, you know, this LeBron and Davis, in my opinion, are just so much above the rest of this team. And everybody knows it. They've taken the mantle. They're, they want to win this for Kobe, for everything that's going on, gone on. That You know, I just, I see those two as such cinch plays. I don't think you need to get too cute and fade them. So I, I guarantee you as we go through this, unless there's an injury, I'm going to put Davis and James in my lineup in every game in this series. So I, I know that's harsh, but that's that's what I'm going to do. I probably will also for all the reasons you said. And I want to ask you who, who you're leaning towards as your MVP on FanDuel because I know a lot uh, of the recent showdowns, you've you've kind of leaned towards Anthony Davis. Uh, but I did hear you on the last podcast recognizing and, and applauding LeBron's greatness and how he's risen to the occasion lately. And as we see there on your shirt, you know, this is his former team that he's going up against. Yeah. He's gonna he's probably gonna bring a little something extra special here. Want to get this ring and want to get off to a good start. So is there a chance you might consider LeBron as your MVP in game one? I'm I'm leaning towards that direction. Okay. I really am. I, I just think I mean the stars have all aligned. I mean, let's face it. I mean, just the Kobe situation alone. You know, they're wearing the Kobe uniforms a lot and I mean, that alone, other than the social injustice, all the other stuff that's gone on, being in the bubble against all odds. I mean, a guy like LeBron, the the greatest of the great, like Michael, you know, watching that whole series about Michael Jordan, when he could just grasp on something to motivate him, like when he made up that story about the guy saying something in the restaurant, I mean, anything he could grasp onto to take him to another level, he would do. That's because they're already the best of the best. And LeBron is having that served to him on a, a platter. I mean, he's the voice of the NBA. I mean, you know, look how many times he's been called out by Fox News and the president and, you know, shut up and dribble and all of those things on and on. I mean, how can you motiv- get, be more motivated than this guy? So, I mean, he's at perfect health. He looks great. You know, why overthink it? I mean, for me, it's LeBron as my captain until I see something different. I know I lean toward Davis a lot in this last round because I just thought he had a distinctive advantage inside against the Nuggets because of really the, the lack of athleticism from the Joker. And I just didn't think they had anybody in there. Whereas with Bam being so athletic and even Kelly O and different guys they bring in, those guys can move. And I think they'll play him a little bit tougher. And let's face it, you know, he hasn't been anywhere near what he should be on the re- on the boards. Right. I mean, multiple games in a row, he's gone into the second half with like zero rebounds or two rebounds. So, you know, I, LeBron is the dog. He's the man. 
I think he's the guy you have to start and end your lineup with. But Davis is just too damn good and too motivated, I think, to not be the second banana to LeBron. And then figuring out what to do from there is going to be what I grind out the next two days and, and try to determine. Because, you know, if it's Rondo or Caruso or just bail the rest of, of the Lakers and go take, you know, try to pluck out the guys from the heat that will step up like a Crowder, a Crowder or a Duncan Robinson. I mean, he is shooting with confidence. He has the ultimate green light. I mean, if you you can hear guys on the bench when he gets the ball, no matter where he's at, shoot! You know, because the big thing, I guess, for them, they had to, like, threaten him to find him if he didn't shoot the ball because he just he was passing up threes. And they have... They want, and if you notice, even in clutch situations, they were, uh, Butler was setting a screen for him and doing the handoff. I mean, like the top guys on the team saying, hey, dude, shoot the three. You're the best shooter on the planet. Shoot it. So when you got your team believing in you like that, I know he doesn't put a lot of other ancillary stats on the board, but he's, you know, he's got size. He can get a few boards here and there. And I, you know, I'd be shocked if he doesn't hit hit five, six threes in this game. So I think he's a great alternative guy as well. So, my, you know, to answer your question, I, LeBron James is more likely going to be my captain. Davis will be there. Not sure on the rest of the Lakers. I love that initial unit of Crowder with value, Olenek with huge value, you know, uh, either Duncan Robinson, Hero, you know, a couple of these other guys you can use there. And, you know, you're going to have enough, I think, left over by doing that, even with LeBron as a captain, where you're not going to have to go to a Markeith Morris or Howard or McGee or any of those guys. You'll still be able to get uh, even a, a cut above a Kuzma or, or guys like that. I think you'll be able to get, you know, one of the other key contributors, uh, you know, probably not Bam, but from a, a money standpoint, maybe a Dragic. You know, he may slide in there as well. Yeah, like I said, it's going to be a lot of fun to build out these lineups on both sides. I do like the pricing and the structure uh, and the matchups. is so much intrigue. And the, the great thing about uh, this being a one-game slate is we're going to have the starting lineups, but we don't know yet. I mean, we're about 44 or 45 hours away from tip, so we don't know yet what the starting lineups are, but that's one more reason to jump in with us as a member because we're going to be prepared for either scenario. If the Lakers are going to go small, we're going to be ready with our multiple lineups on FanDuel. If the Lakers are going to go big, that's a that's an immediate domino effect, and we're going to be ready for that as well. No doubt. You know, the best thing to, to do to follow us is, you know, the next two days, catch us on Twitter. We're all at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic, and Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. You know, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, this is our one ask every pod. We would ask you to please smash that like button. Give us the thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. And certainly hit the little alarm on the right side of your screen there. That will give you an alert every time one of our pods posts. So we really uh, recommend uh, that you do that. Also, support our wonderful partners at betus.com.pa. Uh, they have some fantastic contests even 
for this NBA Finals. So uh, they are definitely somewhere uh, you want to go for, for your action. In fact, let's take just a quick second here and listen to our man at BetUS. Listen in. Wake up, sports bettors. Sports are in high gear at BetUS.com, so put down the beer and make every sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line at BetUS. Earn bragging rights over your friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action. But don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry, BetUS. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, but more importantly, you need a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, basketball, MMA, golf, horse racing, and even esports. No other sportsbook welcomes newcomers like BetUS with their jaw-dropping sign-up bonuses. Sign up now with promo code COACHTALK for 125% sign-up bonus up to two grand. The best in the biz. Now you have the best book in the business with the best DFS provider in the business, Coach Talk. Create your account to make point spread bets, futures bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sports book is as committed to their members as BetUS. Sign up now and get in on the winning side of the ball. There it is, Andrew. You got to love it. You got to love it. I wish I had that voice. I would do the entire <laughs> podcast with that voice. That would be intense. That would be intense. You would be exhausted. We'd both be exhausted after that. Um Listen, the other thing, if you're listening to us uh, on our Spotify, iTunes, everywhere podcasts can be heard, we are everywhere. Uh, Podbean, iHeart, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, you name it. Please take a second. There's only two days left. Two days left. If you've been putting it off, get on iTunes, quick review, five stars. That qualifies you for the contest. Or all you got to do on Spotify is follow us. Uh, our man uh, Layton will be doing in two days. He'll be doing the randomizer to choose one free month membership. So a full month of coach talk, uh, just you qualify by doing one of those things. So we really appreciate you. Any of the, the podcast outlets, give us likes, thumbs up. All of that makes a difference to us. And you can catch us on Instagram too. If you're an Instagrammer, DFS underscore coach talk there, but if you want any information about Coach Talk, go to dfscoachtalk.com. You'll look, you can see all our options to sign up because, yes, we'll be on Twitter the next couple of days with any news that comes out, lineups, you know, Coach Talk, the whole nine yards. But when a push comes to shove, we want to have you in Discord with us. And to become a member, you get in Discord. All of our tremendous members are in there chatting, giving opinions. You know, lots of sports talk, a lot of, you know, brain waves flying around on strategy, what's going to happen, how it's going to work. And uh, boy, the Coach Talk family sticks together. I mean, we really back each other. We all, you know, uh, proudly have the Coach Talk badge on DraftKings and FanDuel and Yahoo as well. And, and uh, love when there's a bunch of us uh, up there towards the top. So definitely join us there um, also. So you know, it's it's going to be a great series, in my opinion. I know a lot of people think the Lakers are have them overmatched a little bit. Uh, I guarantee you they were not fired up to be playing the Heat because the Heat are some dogs, man. They got each other's back. They play hard. They have one of the top two or three coaches for sure in Spolstra in the entire league. Uh, I, I'm telling you right now, I not because I, I'm a big fan – 
I think this is going to be a great like six, seven game series. I, I don't think this is going to be disappointing at all. I think they're both going to show up. And for all the reasons we talked about on this show, I think it's going to be a dogfight. I think it could be. We'll see how it, it all shakes out, who gets the breaks. But we did see it in that last year's against the Celtics. They were down repeatedly in the second half by double digits. And they kept, they never quit. They kept coming back. And the thing is, they've got those shooters, Robinson and Hero. And with all the other guys around them playing hard, being so versatile, yeah. they just, they won't go away. So the Lakers, they can't let up. Um, and we'll see if they're ready for all that activity here in game one. Yeah, I mean, somebody's going to have to step up from that group of Lakers. I was just dogging because, you know, yes, you can you can rest on James and Davis's shoulders quite a bit. But, you know, you're not going to take down a series like this unless somebody else or one or two guys have a good series besides the two studs. So it's going to be fun, man. And, and I hope this gives our, our listeners a good initial feel for our builds, what we're looking to do, you know, what we're thinking and then uh, just stick with us the next couple of days. You know, this podcast will post up until game time. But, you know, we'll be on Twitter, like I said, and in our Discord, chatting it up the whole time. Uh, tomorrow, uh, you know, uh, well, this morning, I mean, later this morning, uh, we have Tuesday. the MLB. Yeah, the MLB playoffs starting. So we're going to be, uh, you know, we've been on fire. We've had monster takedowns in baseball. So follow us with that. And then before you know it, we've got PGA again. And you've got football coming back around. So yes, what a fantastic week at, at Coach awesome. Talk. Yeah, we're, we just want to keep it rolling, man. Just keep it rolling. And uh, uh, just couldn't be more excited about the NBA uh, finals here. This, this is so much fun. And I think it's going to be a terrific series. Let's get after it. Any final words for our, our listeners? Thank you all for tuning in and for your support. We really appreciate it. And we hope you enjoyed this. Give us some feedback. Shoot us uh, some tweets. You can DM us. We'll always answer. Shoot us some questions or anything, uh, comments uh, on YouTube. We'll also uh, make sure and respond. And, you know, if, if we a lot of discussion the last three or four days, Andrew, about, uh, you know, our theories on bankroll management, contest selection, all of that. And we're, you know, feel free to dig into our library there. You know, DFS Coach Talk on YouTube, we've got a great library of podcasts you can go back and look through. We've had a few members posting some of that stuff in our Discord because it all helps, you know, to keep you focused on really the long-term sustainability and just crushing it in DFS. And that's what we're all about here. So that's what we're looking to do. But thank you, sir, for uh, your input. Uh, I'm excited that we're getting this out a little bit early for everybody to to you know, slice and dice and try to figure out with us. And uh, we'll certainly be back, not tomorrow, because, uh, but, well, actually, it will be late tomorrow night for the next night, won't it be? Or I don't know, I can't keep track. It's hard to keep track, but there is football and golf coming this week in terms of our podcasts. And, of course, we'll have an NBA podcast before game two. Absolutely. And just more of a reason to hit the alert button when – when I don't even know when our next podcast is, <laughs> you want to be right. alerted when it posts. So That's that, right. that would be great. So thank you all for, for joining us. And uh, we will be back. That's for darn sure. And we will be looking to crush it in DFS.